You are listening to Top Tier. Top Tier. I'm your host, Jordan McRae. I find things and I rank them. And I rank them. And I rank them. We are live. You are listening to Top Tier. I'm joined here with my guest of the week. Introduce yourself. Diggy D from the show of the Voices of Las Vegas. How are we doing, everybody? Nice to have you here, Diggy. Thank you for joining me. So what we do here on Top Tier is basically I take a category. I find things that fall into that category and I rank them. Well, just to keep it simple, of course, I like to do tiers. I don't like ranking things one through 10, one through 15, because it's just so hard. There's, it's so intricate. I just like to break it up into tiers to keep it simple, right? And starting with our tiers, we got bottom tier. Bottom tier, I feel like basically everybody agrees this is a miss. You know, it's like this didn't wow us. We didn't even really want it in the first place. So it's in the bottom tier. Next up, we have our mid tier. I like to say incredibly mid. You know, this is the thing. Once again, it didn't wow us. It can be good. You know, it could be good, but it's not amazing. It's not our favorite. We would rather have something else. Next up, we got top tier as the name is, as the show is called, of course. Top tier. Everybody wants it. Everybody loves it. We this is something that really across the board is like, oh, yeah, no brainer. Duh. You know, so we might as well just get started with the show. So we're starting off with bottom tier, as always. And first up on my list oh wait 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 a god dang minute did i even tell you the category of the day what is the category of the day i think the audience completely missed what the category is of course no now that i have you guys waiting in suspense i gotta announce the category and the category is give me a little drum roll appetizers appetizers all right this is that little little course, a shareable, something that, become, that comes before your main, you know, way before the dessert. We ain't even got dessert in our minds, but you know you want it. Appetizers, you know, we're looking for something that's shareable, that's good, you know, crowd pleasers. This can be something that is served at a restaurant, but, you know, we're also a fan of, like, you know, your football party appetizers. You know, this is that's kind of what we're going for with today's category. Party appetizers, you know. Right. So now we will start with bottom tier. And first up on bottom tier, a hash shrimp cocktail. The what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The fact that I said that shows the name already. It's very missable. Not a lot of people are going to be like, oh, yeah, let me go out of my way for that one. Yeah. Let, me, let me just set the scene for you. Waiter comes out, sets it on the table. It's the smallest pieces of shrimp that you have ever seen in your life. Probably still have the shell on them. Mm-hmm. And it's sitting on ice. So it is freezing cold. And you want to know the sauce that they give you? Cocktail sauce. Yeah, that's a no. It tastes awful. Literally almost everything about shrimp cocktail, I'm like, nah. It's supposed to be this super classic, elevated type of appetizer. And I'm just not here for it. No. I think it's nasty. There's nothing appetizing about cold shrimp. Cold food? No, no. For an appetizer, too. And it's not even a real appetizer. It only comes like four. Right, you don't so, even get that many. So what is it to share? It's like, nah, man, no. I'm I'm taking all this. Yeah, they give you more tartar sauce than you even do the shrimp. Right, yeah. right. You got sauce for days, but ain't no actual food. But I mean, a conversation for another day is that appetizers are low key a waste of money. But that's a conversation Whoa, for another okay, day. Okay, that's for another day. All right, we're just gonna move on because I don't think there's much that you need to be said about shrimp cocktail. Next item, we got pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket only work when it's like a Super Bowl party. You know what I mean? Like if it's anywhere outside of that, it's like, yeah, it's cool. It tastes good, but it's not the first thing I'm grabbing. Right. You know, I feel like there are many things 
that go before pigs in a blanket my little note that i left right next to pigs in a blanket is how old are we okay okay you don't gotta do that now you don't gotta you don't gotta diss the it's already bad enough that it's already a it's already a bottom two you don't gotta diss it too <laughs> while it's on the ground just stomp on it a little bit too <laughs> okay but like come on like it's a little mini little croissant with a little hot dog in the middle like i what do you dip what do you use to dip it do you use ketchup you know i feel like ketchup doesn't really work like it's just it's not amazing it doesn't wow us there's not very much technique involved you know super simple and yeah it's it's like i I, i'm gonna judge you just a little bit if you're 40 and you're eating pigs in a blanket i'm just gonna judge you just a little bit not gonna lie to you that's crazy it's not great but like you know you don't got you don't gotta do them like that that's all (laughs) right it's like pigs in a blanket for me it's like it doesn't come before a meal that's i'm eating it if literally i'm only snacking for the entire duration of what i'm doing you know, if it's like I'm at a Super Bowl, there's no main course. It's just all snacks. Yeah, pigs in a blanket, I'm going to eat it, but I'm going to eat it last. It doesn't make sense coming before a meal. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Wrapping up the bottom tier category, our last item is going to be fried pickles. You see, this is, I think this is where the first disagreement's at. You know, it's definitely not at the bottom. Fried pickles at times can be busting, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, bottom tier, I don't, I don't see where you're coming from with this. The thing is, it's just they're so weird. The thi- like, if I want a fried appetizer, I'm definitely not choosing fried pickles. There's a lot of other fried foods that we will get into later that I would choose a million times before fried pickles. I think it's just odd the combinations that you have with fried pickles because yes they're fried you know they're coated in some sort of batter and then you know pickles are already have a very unique acidic you know type of taste so pickles are already an acquired taste but it's then the the thing that kind of kills me is you dip it in ranch yeah which also does not really make sense to me you don't think so no (laughs) i mean i like it because it's like a salty pickles already like a salty vegetable anyway and you deep fry them it's even more saltier it's like that's the thing. Are they a vegetable? I mean, yeah. Are they? They grow out of the ground. I don't know how much more vegetable you can get. I mean, <laughs> I mean fruits grow out of the ground. Well, we're not getting that. that does, well, okay. We're, we're getting to some dangerous territory. Kind of like the avocados, a fruit or vegetable type territory. I guess that will just go into our after podcast notes. Are pickles a vegetable? Sorry. But just to remind y'all, we are college students. We should do better. Absolutely. That's on us, Chief. All right. But yeah, I think fried pickles, it doesn't. And also it's not. I think it's a good appetizer and the fact that it's not filling, but it's also not filling enough. Like to actually feel like "Mm, I really got a good fill. I feel like I need to eat at least like 30. Okay. Minimum. Like like chips. Right. You know, it's like it's not enough. I need more. Right. You know, but I don't want more because that's too overwhelming. Now, in that case, I can I can see where you're fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's like it's super light. I'll give it that, but it's like, it's not an appetizer to me. It's like a quick little snack, right? but it doesn't make sense too because of the combinations. I can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> that's just me though. That's just me. And that's why it's bottom tier. It's too much going on, too much going on and, and not enough give. It's not giving enough. All right. So just to wrap up bottom tier, we have shrimp cocktail, pigs in a blanket and fried pickles. Now we are going to move on to the mid category. I will start off the mid category with spinach dip. That's crazy. I ain't gonna lie. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, we, we I already saw this list, so I'm already knowing with the mid tier. The mid tier is already gonna be disrespectful as is spinach dip as mid. Boy, Pop, I heard this. He'd be rolling right now. One thing about spinach dip is that the chips really matter. I've 
The thing is, is when my family goes to a restaurant, that is our go-to appetizer. Absolutely. And when I say the chips matter and they make a huge difference of what your what your vessel is to like have that spinach dip on, it matters so much. And if it's not right, it's the whole thing is ruined. Have you been to restaurants where instead of chips they use bread? Yes, I have. And, and that that's busting though. It depends. Okay. It depends. It really does. So spinach dip is is a uh, mid because the vessel it has can be so drastic on how it tastes. Yes, and then also sometimes you go to a certain kind of restaurant and they want their artichoke in there, and I'm like, what, what? Sometimes the cheese to spinach ratio is just not really it's not really working, mm. and also the flavor profile of it is very basic, very okay. simple. You know, it's it's not much to be like, oh yeah, that was amazing. You know, it's like it's like okay, that was okay. I just kind of I'm really looking forward to what I have next. Really looking forward to like this burger I'm about to eat. Well, isn't that the whole point of appetizers? Just a, it's not supposed to get you full because then that ruins dinner. Right, but it's still supposed to be like, oh, that tasted so good. That had such a unique, you know, little flavor on its own. Like it's supposed to be something that slightly excites you still. Okay, for you sure. Know? And spinach dip is just not exciting. Cheesy, yes. Good, yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that are better to me. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think we should move on now. My next item that I'm going to say is actually something that you and Diggy, me and Diggy, we had together. We, we've ate this together. For we did. Once. once. It's nachos. Nachos. It was special for us because we had it together. But like outside of that, yeah, they're pretty mid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different. Frachos, on the other hand, are a very different conversation. Exactly. Like but the, nachos... Just something about replacing chips with fries, it really makes a difference. Right. And for the viewers or the listeners, I mean, we, we ate at Yard House, a very popular restaurant. There's probably like at least four in Las Vegas. And that was my first time there. Right. If you guys ever want to eat the nachos there, what you need to do is order the nachos, but you substitute the chips for fries. I promise you it makes it 10 times better. That's exactly what we did. And we all loved it. I think uh, a pattern I'm noticing with the mid here is that like the chips are in these mid tier categories but at the same time i understand that because me personally if i'm going out to a restaurant spend some good money i ain't trying to buy no chips i could go into my own pantry open up and open that bag and eat those same damn chips like yeah no that ain't it that ain't it i feel you i feel you if i can tell that these were not at least fried in house made in house i don't want it i don't want it I, i feel like i feel like i'm getting finessed Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's where it comes into like, oh, this is something I could do at home. This is kind of a waste of money. You know, right. Ch- nachos, it's like the toppings really matter. If not, if there's one of the toppings that are just lacking, it's like, oh, well, what's the point? What's the point? You know, this is nachos is something you could easily make at home. They are. And another thing about restaurants, too, it's just so different because some of their items they'll use over others. Like, you know, the meat, they might lackluster, but like they'll put like lots of like like tomatoes or onions. I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to eat chips and tomatoes. And the ratio. So important. And then I also, I need my nachos to be somewhat cheesy. And that's another ingredient that they just never get right. Right. They never get the cheese right. Not with nachos. So I can understand that for sure. Right. And that's why it's incredibly mid. It may be okay, but you're getting finessed. You're you're, you're literally giving away your money. You can probably make it better at home. And yeah, it's underwhelming. Underwhelming is just the perfect word to use. Next up on the mid category, I have crab cakes. Crab cakes. Now, crab cakes are interesting because you're not going to get crab cakes everywhere. You can't just sit at a normal restaurant. Well, quote unquote, it's more of like a seafood exclusive kind of like uh, like shrimp cocktails. You're not going to get it everywhere. But if there is an option, like if it's your first time you never had it before, you're like, all right, cool. You have it and you're like, all right, cool. I'll never get it again. You know, that's kind of that's kind of the mentality you have for crab cakes. Like, yeah, that was good. It filled it up. It was a different, interesting route, but I'm not going back there yet. 
See, the thing is, I'll give some crab cakes some respect, you know, because crab cakes, I feel like, are not easy to make, you know? No, probably not. Yeah, like, you got to form them. You got to have the right ingredients, the right ratio of everything. But the thing about crab cakes is that they're, because they're so hard to make, is that so many things that they can go wrong. Right. First of all, if you guys go to a restaurant and they are spelling crab wrong, it's for a reason. Do not order crab with a K because that is fake crab. You know, so there is that of like the restaurant is like that's not real crab meat, so it's you know it's not going to be up to the level of your that what you're expecting, and then it's also like you know the other side ingredients that are made to like form that ball, you know, and just to add flavor, it's just not great sometimes. Yeah. You know the way that they make it and like actually like heat it. It's like oh, do they bake it? Do they pan it and like sear it? You know, or is this made in a microwave and it's just warmed up? So yeah, I think crab cakes in a lot of different ways can just be they just come out underwhelming. You right. know, and then crab cakes. Another thing that's kind of an issue is like what sauce does it go with? You know, sometimes you can't eat a crab cake by itself because it's just the same flavor over and over again. So like right. you need a little little sauce to like jazz it up a little bit and i don't think that restaurants have figured it out i've had a crab cake or two in my lifetime i will admit and anytime that a restaurant has decided to like oh we're serving it with this sauce it literally made no sense yeah it made absolutely no sense and i was just like so what was the point what what i'd see what you're trying to do i get the thinking but it didn't work my mentality for those of you that have never had tra- crab cakes absolutely try them but like, you know, that's it. Just the one time. Right. It's more of an experience thing. It's not an, oh, I need this every single time. It's like, eh. Yeah. Good. You know? And, you know, that's coming. I am personally a seafood lover. I love seafood. But, man, just give me some crab legs. I don't want crab cakes. Right. I don't want them. You can, you can keep those. All right. We are going on to our last item in the mid category. And I'm going to save this one for last because I know that this is going to be more than a conversation. It, it, it's probably going to be a head-to-head battle between me and Diggy, and I need you to just prepare yourself a little bit. Are you ready? Oh, we already know what's coming, but okay, just just say it. All right, listeners, I know that you guys are also probably going to very much disagree with me, but for the last item in the mid category, I have wings. Wow, chicken wings. That got, that kind of hurts the soul. I ain't gonna lie. Chicken wings are such a go-to favorite. They're like, you can't go wrong in a sense. Like you mid places where you're like, eh, we'll check. Like none of these appetizers look good. Like chicken wings should be, they just shouldn't be in the mid tier. They should be like up in like the best of the best. They're like in the Mount Rushmore of appetizers. Like you're disrespecting on the goaded appetizer right there. All right. All right. Hear me out now. To me, I don't treat wings as an appetizer. I like my wings to be a main. So I like to get my wings from a wing place, such as Wingstop. Love me some Wingstop. Give me a a 10 piece of the lemon pepper, right? A side of fries. Mm -hmm. To me, wings, I don't really want them as an appetizer. I don't want them before I'm ordering something else. I don't want wings and then I'm eating a burger later. That doesn't necessarily make sense. Why not? It does. I just don't get it. And then also, when I have had wings from restaurants, like restaurants that, you know, serve traditional American food, you know, they got the burgers, they got the pizza and all that other stuff. Their wings are never good. I never like them. I'm just like, man, if I'm going to get wings, I would rather go to Wingstop. I would rather go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I would rather go to a place that serves wings. And that's really all they do. You know, I don't want to go to some place and then like gamble on whether these wings are going to be great or not. I, I can understand that. But at the same time, it's just like it's a go to, you know, it's I, I don't know, like go to simple, easy. The whole group can agree because another thing you have to consider, too, when you go out to restaurants and stuff, 
your group can be picky as can be. You know, one people be like, oh, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that, I'm feeling that. And the three of them had nothing to do with each other. But then you can be like, oh, how about chicken wings? Everybody's like, yeah, I like chicken wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a pleaser. It makes kids, adults, your grandma, you know, everybody likes chicken wings. There's not a lot of people that'd be like, nah, let's pick something else on that menu. You know, it's, it's just, it's just convenient. It's something to go to. All right, but you bring up a great point of like, oh, it's great for groups. Tell me this, about how many wings do restaurants typically give you in an appetizer? Uh, I don't know. It depends on the restaurant, but I'm going to say like 10 to 15. Really? Because I feel like any given restaurant is giving you 10 at the most, less than 10. Okay. I've had restaurants, they're giving you like six. (laughs) Look, look, if I'm getting wings, I need at least four guaranteed and you know i don't want to be sharing wings with other people at a restaurant because it's like you're not guaranteed to get that many if you're out with a group of four people everybody needs at least four wings that's 16 wings like you're not gonna get you already said that a restaurant's not gonna give you more than 15 even i think 15 is a stretch you know i don't want to eat two chicken wings and be like well that's all my share god dang i can't get any more because you know and that's like where it comes into wings as an appetizer at a restaurant are low-key a scam because you're not getting that many but you're paying for the same amount that you could get like a 10 piece at wingstop a 20 piece at wingstop you know but you're getting way less for the same price at a restaurant so i think you're blaming the restaurants here more than the actual chicken wing itself just because the restaurants don't know how to proportion right doesn't mean it's the chicken's fault for being bussing, you know? You can't blame chicken for being chicken. <laughs> All right, but another thing about restaurants is, like, the flavors are usually limited for chicken wings, though, too. You well, know, they're usually just buffalo wings, really. Exactly. You know, it's like, well, what if I want barbecue wings? What if I want lemon pepper? I can't get lemon pepper wings at every single restaurant. It's going to be buffalo. That's true. You know, it's like, I, if I want wings, I want what I want. I want at least four. You know, I'm going to clean the bones and I want them to be at least like lemon pepper. You know, it's like you're not going to get like honey habanero wings at any given restaurant. Like that's just not going to happen. Okay, I can give you that. I can give you that for sure. And that's why wings, it's just it comes with too many stipulations. That's why it's mid. I can't put wings in the top area because it just comes with too many stipulations. Oh, the flavor is basically chosen for me. I'm not going to get enough and it's going to be pricey per wing. Right. You know, that's why they're mid for me. I just can't do it. I can't put it in the top. I'm sorry, man. All right, I guess that that was our controversial take. Hopefully, that was our only controversial take of the episode. Hopefully, we're, we're <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he has so much hope in me. I love that. Thank you, thank you, Diggy. Of course. All right, we're gonna move into the top area. Right, this is everybody's favorites, basically the classics. And to me, this first one I'm about to list, though I can't get them at every single restaurant, but if I see it on the menu, I'm getting it. Potato skins. Potato skins. Those are bussin'. I ain't gonna lie. They're they're pretty good. They're really good because, you know, not everybody likes a big potato. Not, and some people can border fries. It's a great between. Great in between. And and like you said, because it takes so much work, most restaurants won't do it. But you gotta realize the best restaurants usually have them. So if the re- if your guys' favorite restaurant doesn't have them, it's probably not that good of a restaurant. Let's give it a buck fifty. You know. <laughs> look, <laughs> look. I haven't ate at TGI Fridays in about like. 15 years but look if i pull up to a tji friday's i bet you money they have potato skins and i'm gonna order them that's true (laughs) potato skins they are literally heaven in a bite you got your little your tiny little like favorably portioned but like baked potato with some cheese some chives some you know some bacon Mm -hmm. some sour cream right right you know there's so many layers of flavor right there and they are so good yeah so good love me some potato skins i'm gonna get them every time all right no, that's a that's a fan favorite across the board, right? Yeah, I can I can pretty much agree with that. Right. Next up, we got mozzarella sticks. Woo! 
Ooh-wee, that's on the Mount Rushmore too, man. Mozzarella sticks are really just, you can't go wrong with them. Mozzarella sticks, I think, goes well So Well, it's, it's just fried cheese, you know? Let's keep it a buck fifty. Who doesn't like cheese and who doesn't like fried food? You put you mix them two together. It's really hard for restaurants to mess that up. So another thing that's good with them too is like mostly every sauce, it goes with it. It right. goes with it. Obviously, you got the classic marinara, but right. you know, people, everybody's got their advice. You know, you can dip that in multiple different sauces and it's still good. And then when you get that little cheese pull, mm. so good. Mm. You know, you could argue with me and say that mozzarella sticks are a waste of, t- of, t- of money. You know, it's just fried cheese, but it's so good that I don't care. Right. I don't care. I will spend my last dollar on some mozzarella sticks like if I really wanted to. Like we're talking about crab cakes, it takes so much work for it to mess up. Mozzarella sticks are the exact opposite. It, it's actually surprising when a restaurant does mess up. Exactly. I should be really concerned if my restaurant messes up mozzarella sticks. <laughs> right. If my mozzarella <laughs> sticks aren't good, I don't even want the main man. Right, right. Uh, just give me the check at that point. Because, yeah. like, come on now. This is this is easy money right there. Easy money. All right. And, yeah, that's all I have to say about mozzarella sticks. Right. Amazing. All right. This next one. I, I got a couple of people that were like, really? For real? Okay. Okay, Jordan. But... I think it's great. Buffalo chicken dip. Buffalo chicken dip is definitely a good one, but the reason why that's like it's like a surprise because of the fact that not everywhere serves it as well. It is a very hit or miss place that serves it, but the places that do, well, there's a reason why they do because that it'd be busting. I ain't gonna lie, it is it'd be busting. <laughs> it is so good. It is spicy. It is gooey. It is cheesy. It is so delicious. You know, this is I feel like the one thing with chips that is worth it because not only is it a dip, so you know everybody loves dip, you know, and all that stuff, but you know it's got a little protein in it. You got yeah. some chicken up in there. And this is something that, yeah, you can't really exactly find it at all restaurants. But, hey, you can make this at home. It it hits for the football Mm -hmm, party. mm -hmm. Everybody loved them some of that buffalo chicken dip. That's the first thing that's gone in the parties at the the Super Bowl watch party. You know it. You know it. If you walk in late, it's over for you. Oh, yeah. You ain't getting that. You ain't getting none of that. Yeah, you're getting the... uh, the, uh, the (laughs) (laughs) You're getting the wraps. The... The sides, yeah. the sides that barely have any buffalo anymore. The burnt cheese that's like stuck at the top a little bit. That's no, 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 getting. from the from the bottom tier food. Uh, well, man, it's good. It's, it's missing the top of my mind. The, oh, you're getting the pigs in a blanket. Yeah, the pigs in a blanket. That's what you're all getting left. That's that's all is left. Yeah, that is all that is left. Yeah, you know, all them faves from the Super Bowl, they gone. They yeah. gone. You you better be on time. Right. You gotta be there before kickoff. Mm-hmm. You gotta be able to hear that national anthem. Mm-hmm. All right, buffalo chicken dip. I think is a hit. So we're gonna move on to our next thing. Another thing that is pretty much, in my opinion, a house party hit, right? A lot of people don't like it, but I love it. Deviled eggs. Deviled eggs should definitely not be in the top tier. It really shouldn't. I, I like them. Don't get to it. I do. I, I absolutely, I actually like them a lot because I'm a big fan of eggs. I think everything about it just goes well so good together. It's just that deviled eggs are exquisite taste. Not It's not made for all people, you know? Some of those uh, chicken tendy people, you know, you you know who y'all are. That's definitely not for you. Too much flavors. Too much flavors for y'all. So if just for that alone, I absolutely, I absolutely love them. They're great. I can see where you're coming from. I absolutely agree with you. But for those chicken tendy people, it's too much flavor for them. Right. Deviled eggs is not going to see something that you see in restaurants. I've never seen deviled eggs on a menu in my life. But man, when I pull up... My family, my auntie, shout out to my auntie. I love her. She made them deviled eggs. She mm. made them so good. Mm-hmm. And she'd be sprinkling it on just a little bit of cayenne on top just for a little bit of heat. So, so good. And just the 
the time it doesn't take you long to make them but the technique the technique is what really gets me mm. you're using every part of the egg and right. i love that yeah you know you got that little filling you know give you a little piping bag you know you're, you're a real pastry chef you know with the yeah. with the deviled eggs right. and yes it does take an acquired taste but the technique alone is what really propels it into that top tier for me right. and you know it's so simple it's but for those of us that do like deviled eggs it's hard to just eat two i want more right. it's something i keep going back towards and that's why i think that they deserve to be in the top tier it's like i can't really get enough the deviled eggs the buffalo chicken dip definitely gonna be gone yeah, yeah. i want to eat the whole tray right <laughs> and you know and i i don't mind that you're picky eaters you little picky eaters i don't mind that you don't like it because guess what that's just more for me right that's just more for me and you know i'm gonna eat them i'm gonna eat them up all right and I think we are going to be on our last item for top tier. Our last item of the night is going to be calamari. Calamari. Calamari is interesting because once again, I think all most of these top tiers, it's for the exquisite ones. It's not for the chicken tendy folks. It's another one of those that like, you know, if you're a chicken tendies fan, it's not going to be for you. It's a little too much textures, too much flavors once again. But man, are those busting too. Man, they, they go crazy. They go crazy. Yeah. No, calamari definitely goes crazy. Uh, if you've learned how to get some taste buds, you'll absolutely love them. They, they go great with everything as well. Uh, once again, one of those things that just can't go wrong. And uh, yeah, no, they're, they're just great. I don't know what else to say about Calamari. Take it from Diggy himself. <laughs> Once you grow up and you get some taste buds, you're going to love you some Calamari. Oh, yeah, Calamari's definitely a favorite. When it is done right, you know, because Calamari, it can be done wrong. It can be technical errors. It can be too chewy. You know, there, there are times that Calamari is subpar. But man, when it is done right, it is so good. And it is another thing that can have multiple different types of dips. You can dip it in this. You can dip it in that. Oh, squeeze you some lemon for the acid the acid is what makes it go crazy oh, a lot absolutely. of dishes they're missing an acid element but when you squeeze on that lemon on top of your calamari it is so good and it's fried who don't love them some fried food come on now come on now it's fried it's so good right so good all right we are now at the segment our last segment of the show where you diggy yes i'm giving you the task of hey if I miss something that is just not listed on this list, I needed you to speak it with your chest and I need you to bring it to my attention and we'll t and we'll chat about it. Or you you could really rally behind one of the items that I said, like, yo, girl, you was crazy. This is not this, this does not deserve to be in this category. This deserves to be somewhere else. I think one thing that we completely missed over for whatever reason is bread. I mean, it's kind of, it, it's it's basic as it can be, but it's true. Most restaurants, you know, you get a you get a basket of bread. And I think for most restaurants, I mean, yeah, most restaurants, it just comes with the your your meal anyway, but it's a tone setter. I ain't gonna lie. If your bread, if your bread booty, the restaurant's probably booty too, you know, just, just walk away. Be like, all right, I'll just pay for this bread and I'm out. I will say my family's go-to restaurant typically is Cheesecake Factory mm. just because that bread is busting. I used to be a child being like, I need the brown bread. I need the chocolate bread. Absolutely. That's what I would call it. But for this episode, I tried to stay away from complimentary items just because this was appetizers. This is a shareable that you pay for. Mm. You know, bread is something that's that's on the table. That's on the house. You know, they just like, hey, this is for you. This is on us. This is for you. You know, you don't have to like it. You don't have to eat it. You know, I don't know a single person who really eats the white bread from Cheesecake Factory. We're all there for the chocolate bread. You know, I don't lie. I eat both. Oh, OK. No, okay, I didn't know that. You eat, you eat it both. You smash them both together. How much? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll try it sometime. I definitely won't. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely. Won't. I love the brutal honesty. I came for the I came for the chocolate bread. That yeah. is what I'm here for. Right, right. 
All right. But yeah, I tried to stay away from complimentary items just because I feel like that's a category of its own. But I will admit, I do love me some bread. Yeah. I think bread with just a little spread of butter. Mm. Just and, and, and you know, the butter that the restaurant gives you matters. It does. Definitely matters. Oh, yeah. You know, because you're right. It does set the tone of the dinner. It's like, mm-hmm. guys, do we need to leave right now? Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about all this. But you know what? We're going to be doing, we're going to definitely do a complimentary item type of episode later on in the future. All right. right. But is there anything else that you, you just really need to get off your chest, Diggy? Man, I, besides your disrespect to wings, I think we uh, pretty much we pretty much set the tone here for tonight. Alrighty, alrighty, alright, alright, alright. Then that just wraps up our episode. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I appreciate every single one of you. I hope all of you guys have a great night. Oh.